0: Hello adventurers, and welcome to episode number seven of Dungeons and Newbies. In this episode, we are going to be talking about some questions novice and new dungeon masters have, and my answers. For the questions, I have asked some of my friends who are DMs. One of them, as of the time of writing, has only run two sessions. I have also searched the internet for tips for new DMs. Okay, the first question is... What do I do with a critical failure? Well, my answer is to try to make them as fun and as interesting as possible. Now, I am guilty of not doing this, and this is one of my biggest regrets after a session. I have an example of an amazing way you can do this from one of my friends. On his second session ever, technically it wasn't a critical failure, however, it might as well have been. So, I decided to try to slide between the wizard's legs Slicing them with my short sword as I slid along the DM had me make two rolls one attack roll to slice the wizard's leg and The other an acrobatics check to slide between the dragonborn's legs successfully The attack roll was enough to hit however for my acrobatics check I rolled a two the DM explained how I began the slide too early and didn't duck my head enough to slide beneath the enemy successfully Which brought me to the question? So, I basically headbutted Dragonborn in the dick. Now, I realize that wasn't entirely the DM, but you should set up situations to let the players make a situation funny, if that's the type of game you're running, and the type of people you play with. This is something you should know if you're playing with longtime friends. If you're playing with people you don't know that well, or at all, you should take some time to understand what type of game everyone wants, and if they'd like you to set things up like that, if you just describe it, or if it's a serious game. The second question is how to ensure your players are having fun. I would say, ask your players, and ask them to answer honestly. Say something after the session like, Okay, did everyone have fun tonight? Ask, what was your favorite part of tonight? And be sure to say, if you guys aren't having fun, let me know, because it's my job to make sure you guys are enjoying your time. So let me know if you guys didn't like it and if you're not having fun. Because ensuring the players are having fun is your job as the dungeon master, that can be terrifying. People can have different things that they like in their game. If you are playing with your friends or people you've played with for a long time, you probably know what parts of the game your group likes and what parts they don't. If you're playing with a new group or even an old group, ask before you start playing what kind of game they would like to see and experience. Of course, sometimes it's impossible to avoid people not having fun. Sometimes it's just one player, and sometimes it's the entire group. This isn't bad until it becomes every session. Some sessions are just slogs and are just difficult. Like a PC death can make the players, and yes, even the DM, not have a good time. As for a single person not having fun during a session, they could just be going through a rough patch in their personal life such as the death of a loved one, or someone they're close to falling ill. That can be rough, and make people not have fun at the table. If an individual is not having fun, make sure that they're okay. Make sure they have a shoulder to cry on if that's what they need. In short, if someone's going through a rough patch in their life, be a good friend to them. The third question I got was, How should I distribute experience, or what is the best way to distribute experience? Distributing experience is something that changes on a per-group basis, and sometimes a per-DM basis. The way I distribute experience is the method I like the most and I feel gives players the incentive to interact with the world in a positive way. The way I distribute experience in my games is by taking a look at what all the characters had done during the session and decide how many experience points they get in each of three categories. Combat, exploration, and roleplay. Depending on whether or not they get into a fight, I give out combat experience. If they explored, they get experience in the exploration category. And every character gets experience in the roleplay category, simply by interacting with NPCs, playing their character, and contributing positively both within the adventuring party and with the world around them. All of this decision-making takes place after the session, on my part. I like this system of distributing experience because it emphasizes the three pillars of the game. Combat, exploration, and roleplay. I also like this method because it means combat is not the only way a character can gain levels. In my games, theoretically, a character can go from level 1 to level 20, Without ever drawing a sword. The method I use is an idea I adopted from a YouTube channel called DawnforgedCast in their video entitled DM Tips Give Your Players Fake XP. Another question I received was how to ensure each player gets an equal amount of time at the gaming table. So this question is about when the party splits up and each player wishes to do something different, and either you, the DM, feels each of these tasks needs to be role-played, or the players do. While I'm in no regards perfect in this bit of advice, this is what I try to do. I try to give each player a turn in which their character is doing the thing they wanted to do with my full, undivided attention. This means if they go into the blacksmith's shop, I role-play the blacksmith. The character has a conversation and perhaps purchases something from the shopkeep. Then, at a natural break... I switch to the next person at the table. I typically go in a circle around the table. I try to give the next person an equal amount of time I gave the first, again either taking a break from this player or stopping with this player at a natural stopping position. After you've finished with every player, and none of them feels as though they need or want to do something apart from the group, you can come back to DM the entire group. The fifth question I was asked is... How should I give information to just one player? You may want to give just a single player information. If they are in a separate area than the rest of the group, it is critical information to their character, and you think it's possible that the player may not share the information with the other players. Before I answer what I currently do, I'm going to tell you some things that I have done in the past. I have stopped doing these not because they were ineffective, but because they were not quite my style. In the past, I have written down information on note cards and passed them to the player. I have also texted the player the information. Currently, I take the player into the hallway out of earshot of the other players, and let them ask questions and interact with this information however they please. I do this now because if the secret information is a conversation, it gives them a chance to roleplay with the NPCs involved. Or, if the information is an object, they may have questions about the object, and I can be right there to answer their questions without worry of the other players catching on. The sixth question I have is, how do I know how much to improvise, both in a pre-written campaign and in a homebrew setting? I would say as much as you feel comfortable with. If you're comfortable with having the characters following this random PC on a two-month journey, then let your players do so. If you would rather them follow the main quest line, then steer them towards that storyline. This applies both to pre written campaigns and homebrew ones. You should improvise as much as you're comfortable with. If you believe in letting players do anything and everything that comes to their minds, be prepared to improvise a lot. If you're more of a railroader, then railroad. Simply make sure that your players know what type of a dungeon master you are. If you have never DM'd before, think of the type of game you enjoy. That is most likely the type of game you will run. So long as you let the players know what type of game you will or will likely run, then they should know how far from the beaten path they can go. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed, leave us a review. These reviews help us get noticed so more people can listen. If you really enjoyed you can become a patron at patreon.com slash Dungeons Newbies. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, our website, DungeonsAndNewbies.com, our new YouTube channel, and our Patreon. And until next time, adventurers.